listening. This is Casually Speaking with Sean Rutherford. Hey guys, uh, this is not a paid sponsor, but it's definitely an ad. I just wanted to actually bring this to your guys' attention if you guys don't train and you've always wanted to. Um, My gym, uh, 10th Planet Orange County, is doing a great deal right now where there is no registration fee. Now, this lasts until December 1st, so definitely jump on it. Um, Literally, it's usually $100. They're waiving it for now, um, all the way up until December 1st. the prices are $129 for one of the gyms, so you can go to just that gym, um, and it's $129 a month, or for $20 more, $149, um, you get access to all the gyms, and that's Orange, Irvine, Costa Mesa, um, Las Vegas, Fullerton, you can just drop in whenever you want, As just tell them, hey, you're a student, you signed up, you have you pay $149 and you can go to any of those gyms. It's a super great deal, guys. I know that some of you are like, whoa, it's $100. It's a little bit more than $100. Honestly, it is worth it if you break it down day by day and you train as much as you're going to because you're going to love it. Um, it's definitely worth the price. Um, just wanted to give a quick shout out to them. Um, this is a great deal. Don't sleep on it definitely get into it. Um, I know New Year's resolutions are going to be coming soon. Why don't you make the resolution that you're going to get in shape and you're going to be a badass? Um, So again, it's $129 for one gym, $149 for all gyms with no registration fee whatsoever. Go ahead and um, DM me and I'll get you to whoever you need to to get that all signed up um, and uh, go check it out, guys. All right. Um, Catch you guys later. Hey guys, thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, I got another sponsor, um, and it's from one of my fellow guests on the podcast, uh, Dribbles um, Company, uh, Jits and Giggles. Um, just check them out on Instagram at Jits and Giggles, um, and throw them a DM if you want to get some cool jujitsu-related uh, clothing. Tell them you got uh, sent there by Casually Sean Ryan, and uh, he'll give you a a good discount. So um, go ahead and go check him out. Um, I have a couple of his clothing, and I wear it all the time. It's great. Um, So yeah, yeah, go check him out. Jits and Giggles on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, it's Sean Ryan from Casually Speaking here, um, coming at you with a new episode here. Um, so I wanted to kind of uh, change it up, mix it up a little bit here. Um, uh, last episode I did talk about getting Disney Plus, and I did get at Disney Plus. Um, and I wanted to talk about The Mandalorian, but I don't want to really review it. Uh, I might review it along the way on our little journey here, but um, I kind of wanted to explain a couple of things, um, with the lore and everything like that, because you guys know I'm a nerd, so I know some things, a thing or two about Star Wars, um, so, um, yeah, I wanted to kind of explain 
The Mandalorian, um, Boba Fett, Jango Fett, uh, who are the Mandalorians, what is the Mandalorians, what is all this stuff, so um, this one might be a short one, I don't know, um, I might get a little bit uh, in, the, in the thick of things and everything like that, but just kind of wanted to explain a couple of things, so when does the Mandalorian set and take place, um, it's actually five years after Return of the Jedi, so Luke Skywalker did his own thing, um, Darth Vader threw the Emperor down into the power core and somehow he didn't die and he's coming back in this new movie that's coming up. I don't know about that. We'll see. Um, but, um, so it's five years after that. So the First Order isn't around. The um, Resistance isn't there because there is nothing to resist against. So um, that's the timeline of this. So um, uh a couple of things, um, hold on, I'm gonna drink my cold brew here, the brain power that I'm getting from this cold brew is phenomenal, um, okay, so, uh, we are gonna get into some spoilers here, so if you guys haven't seen The Mandalorian, um, what's wrong with you, they're at episode two, get on it, um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil a little bit just to, kind of give you some background on, on what's going on with that show and what's up with the Mandalorian. So, um, we pick up at the, at the first episode of uh, spoilers three, two, one. Um, so we pick up where he actually takes a job from the empire, um, where you see a couple of stormtroopers that are a little worse for wear. Um, and you can just see that the empire is in shambles, but they give him a job to go and kill someone. They can't give him a description, they give him an age, and a little locator, and then that's about it. So, um, so, he gets paid up front, and he goes to this, uh, I guess, like, club, um, and he gets another piece of his Mandalorian armor. Um, so, a lot of people have said, like, wait... I thought Boba Fett was, like, the last Mandalorian and everything, and he wasn't. Um, so, what are the Mandalorians? Um, that's kind of what I wanted to get into. Um, because, to be honest, Star Wars didn't really paint it out pretty well with the movies. Um, they do explain it in um, some of the TV shows, but the movies, they don't really explain it all that much. They show that um, the Clone Wars, like were made off of this dude named Jango Fett, and he had a son named Boba Fett, and that everybody's like, oh, so that's the Mandalorians. No, no. Um, Jango Fett was a Mandalorian, um, but to kind of make things a little bit more simple, um, Mandalorians aren't actually a race of people. It's a culture. Um, so it's, and that's kind of the thing too in episode two of The Mandalorian. He kind of, uh, he kind of mentions it. He's like, I'm not going to get rid of my guns. My guns are my religion. Um, which is kind of an oversimplification of what the Mandalorians are. So they are a group of people who essentially they believe in war um, and battle and combat. They're just, they're essentially, they're warriors. Um, and to kind of... Um, kind of dissolve it down here, um, some people think like the Mandalorians are an evil group of people because, you know, Boba Fett was a bounty hunter, um, you know, Jango Fett wasn't a very good person and everything like that, so, um, 
I'm not going to get into the whole timeline and everything like that, but the Mandalorians are, are uh, a culture of people who kind of accept anybody who, who, whatever race you are, if you believe in their ideals and your beliefs, you can become a Mandalorian. Um, and obviously they are a culture of war and, and just, you know, violence. So, um, <clears throat> Over the course of time in Star Wars, they've been uh, they've been manipulated by the Sith because why not? I mean, they're a group of people who love to have war, um, and they can be really useful. Now, here's the thing, though, is that they've been manipulated, and um, over the course of time, they've been they fought alongside the Jedi's, they fought alongside the Sith, um, and they they don't really have an alliance. They they kind of wanted to be separate from the Jedi and the Sith when, like, they were a big thing. They actually, their armor, their Mandalorian armor is um, made out of this metal that can actually withstand um, lightsaber strikes. So, they they kind of wanted to be a third party to this whole big warring factor of good and evil. Um, and sometimes they get, yeah, they get manipulated from, from either side of, okay, well we're going to fight with them, we're going to fight against them kind of thing, so, um, that's kind of who they are and everything, so they're not necessarily a bad people, um, they're not necessarily a good people, they are a violent people, so they kind of lean more on towards the dark gray of things than, uh, than the, the, uh, the good side, so, um, that kind of explains the, the whole attitude that the Mandalorian has against, um, uh, this, this show and everything like that. So again, spoilers and everything like that. In the first episode, the contract that he goes out and kills, uh, or goes out to go get is a baby Yoda. Um, not Yoda the person, um, I don't think, uh, but like Yoda the race. Um, I don't know what Yodas are called. I'm just going to call them Yodas. I'm sorry. I don't know that far, but I think they're called Yaddles. Maybe that's a girl Yoda. I don't know. But anyways, um, and this could be a girl Yoda. I don't know. Um, it's a baby. It's a little, little tiny baby. Um, so um, that's why he doesn't kill it right off the cuff. Is um, So he, he goes and finds it. He has a big old shootout with um, an IG-11. Uh, I think IG-11 or something like that. Which a lot of people are disappointed that it wasn't IG-88, dude, it's a droid, it's the same thing, um, and besides, he blasts the shit out of it, so he, he kills it, um, but essentially, he doesn't kill the baby Yoda, he kills the IG-11, or, uh, whatever it is, um, that was gonna kill the Yoda, so, you're kind of like, wait, I thought Mandalorians were bad people, they're not, um, and then also, too, I think a little subcontext with this, with this, uh, show is that they said, you'll get paid more if it's alive. So I think they're kind of holding that in the back pocket. They're not necessarily showing like, okay, like he's a good person, you know, uh, he doesn't want to kill it, you know, because of he's good. Um, I think there's a little bit more to that. So um, the culture of the Mandalorians too, they think that it's really dishonorable to die by a droid. So that's also why in the show he refuses to work with droids. Like he goes onto the speeder and the speeder's run by a droid and it's super new and everything and all flash. And he's like, no, I don't work with droids. Give me a human. Um, and then a human shows up with like a beater and he's like, okay, I'm good with that. Um, and again, with the whole IG-11, he works with it, but he's very reluctant to. Um, and he's like, all right, I guess you'll do, you know. So 
Um, that's part of the Mandalorian culture is they, they kind of detest droids. Um, and another thing about the Mandalorians too, is that they've, since they're a culture, there's different factions and everything like that. And, um, some of them actually despise the fact that they've pretty much turned into bounty hunters because they're just treasure seekers instead of actually, um, you know, embracing the whole war and combat kind of thing. They just kind of, they're good at their job because that's their culture. So then they make that a, a job. So I wonder if they're going to delve into that. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, like literally anybody can be a Mandalorian. Um, and they kind of referenced it in the show. They're like, is it true that you never take off your, your mask? Um, and from what I gather, there isn't really any kind of, um, validity to that. Um, I mean, I guess they, they wear their, their helmets all the time, but, like, in a lot of artwork and a lot of comics, like, their helmets get blown off and stuff like that, so you do see their faces, so I'm not too sure about that, I'm not too sure if that's actually part of their thing or not, um, but I will say, like, their, their culture's kind of shrouded in mystery because, again, they've been used and abused by the Sith and the Jedis, um, where, they almost get wiped out like a whole bunch of times because they're just kind of cannon fodder in the wars that the Sith and the Jedi have. So, um, a lot of their culture and a lot of their, um, you know, their, their belief system and everything other than like, they're really good at fighting, um, is kind of shrouded in mystery because they're, they're very few and far between. Um, and, they kind of show that too when he's getting like his new shoulder plate uh, made out of that metal that um, I honestly I can't remember the metal name. It's a made up word. So the lightsaber metal, that's what I'm going to call it. Um, when he gets the new shoulder pad, they kind of go through that where they're like, oh yeah, he um, he was a recruit and everything like that. And they have a special word for that. So um, again, I am casually speaking. I am not like going to dive way down into the details for you. So... Um, I just kind of want to let you guys know that, um, that the Mandalorians aren't a race of people. A lot of people thought they were, um, so they, um, yeah, I honestly, I really dig the show and everything like that, but, um, they, uh, I think they're doing a good job. Uh, some people are hating on it. I don't know, man. Like it's content. Like just watch it. Like it's better than nothing. Golly, everyone's nitpicking. Ugh. Uh, I, I find it so annoying. Um, it's fun. Like, here's the thing is we're only two episodes in. Um, and yes, it's only a 30 minute episode each one, um, which I think we're so spoiled and used to hour long episodes. But to be honest, I kind of like it because they're kind of running a tight ship. They're kind of not doing any spacer, you know, like they're not, they're not fluffing anything up. They're like, okay, we got to get this done. We got to get this done. The second episode was more of like an adventure just to kind of see how the Mandalorian acts and how he, um, behaves and everything like that. It was just kind of a side off adventure. It didn't really move forward in the plot. And I'll admit that, but you can kind of get a feel for who he is. You know, um, he's just not this nameless, uh, faceless dude that's just a cold-blooded killer kind of thing. He's, you kind of see some emotion from it, and I kind of dig that. Um, so, I hope you guys enjoyed, uh, that, those two shows and everything like that, because I'm gonna keep, uh, reviewing them and everything like that, uh, kind of explaining a little bit more of the lore and everything like that if I need to and everything, because, uh, um, before, well, 
No, actually, it was around the same time. I got into comics and I got into Star Wars pretty much around the same time, um, which was like second grade. So, hey, here you go. <laughs> um, well, no, I did get into comics a little bit more because I did learn how to read with comic books. So I got into comics a, a lot uh, before Star Wars. Um, but I know a lot about it um, and everything like that. It's kind of tricky, though, because um, since Disney bought Star Wars, um, a lot of the lore got erased. It's called, it's, um, cause they wanted to kind of build their own stories and everything like that. Because here's the thing is right after Return of the Jedi, um, there's a whole bunch of books out there that actually continue the story with Princess Leia and, and Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and everything like that. And they went a different route when they bought Star Wars. So, um, by they, I mean Disney. Cause like, uh, for example, like a key thing, Leia does have, um, children, uh, she has two twins and then another son. Um, so, uh, but that's not what's happening in, in these in these movies and everything like that. Which I think it'd be interesting if they like did like um, I don't know how they would do it. Honestly, I really don't. Um, unless they got like different actors and they were just like, yeah, this is now Princess Leia. But I don't know how like Star Wars fans would react to that. To be honest, I think that's probably why they didn't do the movie, uh, the books, um, because the actors were just too old now, um, for that. So they had to kind of rewrite the script and everything like that and, and kind of keep the same values, but they didn't really do that anyways. <laughs> but I think that's why they did it is Cause like, if you, if you, cast a different actor everyone's gonna get pissed and be like why are you doing this why are you ruining it it's like dude because mark hamill and everybody are old or dead now so this is the world we live in um sorry we didn't buy it earlier <laughs> but um yeah um i think uh i i i, I dig it i i do um i like the storylines closer to the return of the Jedi and everything like that too. Um, the new trilogies that came out with the movies, um, I didn't really like return of, of, or whatever it was called. I return of the, it wasn't called return of the Jedi rise of no rise of the Skywalker. That's the new one, whatever. The second one after force awakens <laughs> the last Jedi. There we go. That's it. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, I didn't really like that one very much. Um, it's just because that director really wanted subvert wanted to subvert your expectations every step of the way and it just kind of came off as condescending. Sorry if that break was uh, a little abrupt there. I had to blow my nose so I stopped my recording. Um so you're welcome. <laughs> but um yeah, I didn't really like um uh, gosh, I already forgot it again. Oh, the last Jedi. I didn't I didn't really like it because of how he really wanted to um, kind of keep you guessing, but he did it all in the wrong way. So, um, oh, whatever. I mean, you can have a dud. It's it's okay. Um, I'm excited for this next one and everything like that. But I really enjoyed um, Rogue One, and I really enjoyed The Mandalorian because it's just so closer to the the um, the lore that we kind of grew up with. Um, Force Awakens and on, it's kind of removed from that. It's a different generation, which is totally fine, I guess, because I'm getting older, um, so they've got to come kind of refresh the, the lore and everything like that for the new generation, and I can appreciate that. So, um, but I like this. I like the, the kind of, like, um, 
storylines where it's not all about the Jedi. Um, it's about the people in the world kind of living in that world, you know? So I really dig the fact that like the Mandalorian, like he's a badass, but like throughout his adventures here, he's kind of like, Oh my God, like, what am I getting myself into? Like fighting that rhinoceros thing and getting all muddy and like not doing a good job. And he's just like, ugh this, these worlds that I live in, like, every, everywhere I go, these dang creatures, like, there's a piranha with legs, like, biting me, and, like, oh, man, this sucks, <laughs> so, I kind of dig that, I like the kind of every man's, like, thing, it's not like, you don't have to be the chosen one, or anything like that, like, you're just a dude living in this crazy-ass universe, you know, so, um, I appreciate that, I really do, um, and I get it, like, with the movies and everything like that, with the big, solid ones, uh, the big, major ones, like, uh, it's got to deal with, like, oh, who's going to save the universe, and, you know, end the empire, and all that stuff, but I, I really like the, the little guy, uh, movies, like, Rogue One is, like, honestly, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie, um, I love that movie, just because it's about, like, the, the little people dealing with these big issues, and they're, like, what am I going to do to change things, and, they do change it. They give the plants of the Death Star. Oh, man, I love Rogue One. I just love Rogue One. Like, um, I know people have some issues with it and everything like that, and it's like, yeah, everyone dies. Spoilers, but hey, it's been out for years now, so too bad on you. Um, like, everyone dies and everything like that, but it's just like, oh, man, like, just a good like, the little guys, like, they, they make a difference, um, so I, I, I like it, um, I also hope that Daisy Ridley's character is not a Skywalker at the end of it, um, but it might be, because the whole Rise of the Skywalker title, um, I want her to be a nobody, I want her to be, like, literally not of the Skywalker bloodline, because you don't have to be, like, if you try hard enough, and you go against the system hard enough, you can make a difference too. You don't have to be any kind of royalty or anything like that. So I, I dig that. Um, that's what I, what I really enjoy. So, um, yeah, uh, this episode again, uh, this kind of went off to a sidetrack, which I knew was going to happen because you know me, I know me. I just don't like to stay on one topic for very long, I guess. <laughs> um, so I, but I did kind of want to explain a little bit about the Mandalorian and like, or you're like, wait a minute, there's, this isn't Boba Fett? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and the the people that he goes to, like, um, uh, to make more armor, yes, there's there's other ones like him and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to explain that a little bit. They're not a race of people, they're a culture of people. So, um, yeah, that's it. Um, so, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, again, this might have been a, a shorter one. But um, just wanted to kind of nerd out with you guys. So, hope you guys dig it. Um, catch you guys later. Bye. Hey guys, so um, wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, LethalClothing.com. Uh, these guys are uh, um, a buddy of mine. Um, he does some good work, um, has some cool cool clothing. Um, it's actually more for the uh, the fitness 
side of things um, instead of jujitsu related here. So um, if you want a little change of pace, a little bit of different uh, clothing, um, check out lethalclothing.com. Um, if you enter the code word lethal20, you get 20% off. And what's really cool about this uh, company, guys, is a part of each purchase that you uh, get from them, they uh, actually donate some of that purchase to uh, ALS and MS Research. So if you want to feel good about doing something good, um, other than just putting money in my buddy's hand, um, I think you should definitely check them out. And uh, yeah, tell them I sent you. All right.